The Hawthorne Football Club commissioned an external review into the treatment of current and former First Nations players and staff revealed disturbing allegations. The review highlighted disturbing details of young First Nations players who say the club separated them from their families. One unnamed player claims his partner was told to get an abortion, while another says he was forced to leave his home and cut off contact with his partner, who later suffered a miscarriage. The AFL has announced an independent panel will investigate the allegations. Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander population is set to hit the one million mark. Rebecca Watsko reports. Figures from the Bureau of Statistics show that there are 984,000 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders representing 3.8% of the total Australian population. Over the five years to June 2021, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander population increased by nearly one quarter, or 185,600 people. Victoria was the fastest growing state or territory for the Aboriginal and Torres Strait population with an increase of just over 30 The Northern Territory had the highest proportion of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people relative to its total population size, with just over 30%. New South Wales had the largest Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander population, followed by Queensland and Western Australia. High demand for gas, coal and iron ore has helped shave another $50 billion from the budget deficit. The improvement to the bottom line is also being driven by a reduction in welfare payments. But the federal government says next month's budget will still contain tough decisions. National Senator Matt Canavan says Labor should acknowledge those delivering the financial windfall. And now this big budget surge on the back of surging coal and gas prices goes unremarked from a Labor Party. Labor Party never thanks the workers. I never thank those people working hard who are putting this money on the boat for us and making sure that we have a more balanced budget. A New South Wales MP is determined to overhaul the state's drug driving laws, saying people taking legally obtained cannabis for pain relief are being unfairly persecuted. Frank Bonacorso reports. Greens MP Kate Fairman is set to table a bill in state parliament to protect medicinal cannabis users who were pulled over while driving with the drug in their system. She says the laws as they stand are unfair. The laws around medicinal cannabis of course changed, you know, four or five years ago. Our road laws should have changed at the same time. Anyone caught with traces of cannabis in their system is subject to the same penalties as those caught under the influence of alcohol. Ms Fairman says the law has to change because thousands of law-abiding citizens risk a criminal record whenever they get behind the wheel. And then they drive and they're being uh, charged for doing something actually that is perfectly legal. The bill will be tabled in Parliament today. More whales have been stranded on Tasmania's west coast two years after a mass stranding in the same area. It is unclear how many whales are stranded near Macquarie Harbour, south of Strand. In September 2020, 470 pilot whales were stranded in the same harbour, with rescuers only able to save just over 100. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. Hey, welcome to the studio. You're listening live 90.5 live to Butterfield with Mario. Now, let's go stick into the weather. You know, the promise is going to be nice, beautiful weather, sunny, and the unicorns, the mermaids, and the SpongeBob is going to be on the beach. However, it doesn't look like today. It's going to be chances of rain 90% and amount of rain 10 to 20 millimeters. However, feels like today it's 19.1 degrees. Currently, it's 20 degrees. For the rest of the week, yeah, that's going to be a little bit as well wet. Uh, for the Thursday, 22nd September, chances of rain 90%, temperature 90 degrees. Friday, 90%, chance of rain 21 degrees. Saturday and Sunday, uh, looks like it's going to be a little bit warmer, 24 degrees, but then we have the 40% chance of rain again. Monday and Tuesday, 60% chance of rain, and that's going to be very very wet obviously week ahead of us so i wish you good afternoon and thank you for tuning in into the life the butterfield with mario and my guest in studio is very keen to start sharing his story but before that let's take a short break and when we have the break and don't forget it's a double demanded points this long weekend which is no long weekend which is not public holiday but we still have the long weekend and it's public holiday so stay tuned
studio Live 90.5 and the best radio talk show on the planet Life the Battlefield and as always say life is full of the battles and that being said today I have the true privilege to interview amazing guest in my studio his name is Robert Michael Pryor call him Rob Pryor but that being said why Rob is so special um, we are all living in um, some type of twilight zone when we are born we have expectations of the life and we building our life and we, we we doing our best what we presuming that's going to be you know the our future our career you know your husband your wife but sometimes life throws the spanners into our life and sometimes sometimes those spanners are actually very heavy why i'm saying very heavy you can't plan your life just by thinking everything's going to be okay and most importantly people forgetting one most important element in life to be happy to be abundant to be prosperous to be you know whatever you want and that's our health and when the life throw you that spanner called health with a big c diagnosis most of people die before they're dead however it's a true privilege today to have this awesome guest in studio who fought his battles and he won the war or a big C. So ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you my guest in studio. His name is Rob Pryor. And uh, Rob, he's uh, a part of the being the great guest. You know, he has a uh, many interest in his life and I'm gonna just make sure that I can record everything in a video as well so we can watch this later on YouTube. So Rob, welcome to the welcome to the studio. Great to be here, Maria. Rob, please for our audience, who is uh, Robert Michael Pryor? Who am I? <coughs> Australian citizen. Um, so you're paying taxes, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I've, I've been an educator uh, most of my life, uh, teaching mathematics. I had two tutoring colleges yeah. uh, for high school students, particularly HSC, that ran for 40 years. We had over 20,000 students go through those programs. And uh, we started off just mathematics uh, as a one-man operation mm -hmm. and I taught the mathematics we we're getting amazing results and improvements from the students and so I started to employ people and it grew and grew and then we moved into other subjects physics chemistry English but I closed all that down six and a half years ago to pursue other interests so before we 
continue over your you know your main story today i think that every story is somehow interconnected so what's happened six and a half years ago well nine and a half years ago i think is what you're referring to i was diagnosed with late stage kidney cancer uh, but also I had a very badly damaged liver. So that was a shock. That was January 2013. And uh, I was just overwhelmed with anxiety. And I really thought I was going to die. I was so ill. I had so many symptoms. So for our listeners, do you mind to just share with our listeners, just before you diagnose with a, with a late stage kidney cancer mm. and damaged liver, what did you experience? Did your body told you something's wrong? Oh, I was very ill. So I had nausea, fatigue. Um, I had um, swelling under the ears and under the arms, which are the lymph nodes. I had uh, a massive rash on my lower left leg, massive lump on my back. Um, I had a, the worst of the lot was uh, this stabbing pain in my lower right abdomen 24-7 which means when you're trying to sleep, you can't because you've got this pain that's just overwhelming and you go for days and days without sleep and that's quite a serious problem because you then start to go crazy and just really exhausted from not getting sleep. Uh, but also had tremors, shakes, and I thought I thought I had some sort of neurological disorder. I was really, really ill. And I, I had no idea at that point what it was. And how did you find out that you have a cancer? So um, I eventually went to... Uh, the local medical centre and the GP organised a whole series of tests, blood tests, urine tests, faeces tests, mm. ultrasound scans, which all showed nothing. <laughs> and he said, they're all coming up clear, um, that showing that you're healthy and you're in good state. And I said, I'm not. I'm really, really ill. Despite all the, the lumps and the, uh, what do you say? On the end? He could see those things, but he said nothing. Well, he didn't say you're fine. He said nothing's coming up in the tests. Mm. He said, but we'll do a different type of blood test and a different type of urine test because the doctor has to stipulate what they're looking for. Yes. You can't just say do a blood test. You've got to say look for A, B, C, D. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a doctor, but they're looking. Yeah. They're doing specific tests in the laboratory to look for specific things. And he didn't know what it was because we didn't know it was cancer at that point. We had no idea. I really thought it was a neurological disorder. I thought my nerves had gone out of whack. Till eventually I was having some ultrasound scans at the um, pathology clinic mm-hmm. and... The doctor there took the initiative to ask me, would it be okay to do CT scans, CAT scans? Yeah. Which normally you'd get, the doctor has to write a referral. Yes. So they're doing it out of protocol, but I didn't care. I just wanted to find out what it was. And I said, sure, let's do it. So that's where you lie down on this big table and then they roll you under this huge contraption and there's radiation involved, which I'm not a fan of. But I thought, I just want a diagnosis. I want to know what's going on. And then the scans got back to the GP and he said, well there's a large lump on your right kidney. I said, lump, uh, is that cancer? He said, well, it's saying possible renal carcinoma, which would be cancer. He said, but I'm not an expert. I want to organise for you to see the specialist, the urologist, first thing tomorrow morning, which he arranged. So it's all happening fast. On a Thursday afternoon, the doctor, the GP is looking at the scans. Friday morning, 9am, I'm seeing the urologist. Can I... Can I just can I just ask you one mm. simple question? Which <clears throat> is not a simple question. So your GP, GP told you you're gonna see a specialist tomorrow morning at yep. o'clock, right? Yep. yep. Um, you already sort of like know something is there, but you know GP doesn't want to say because he's not. He's not well, no, he, he he had actually said it's a yeah. possible renal, it's a likely renal carcinoma. I think that's what it said. And how did you feel? You know, what did you go through like? between the Thursday and Friday before you find... When I walked out of the GP's clinic, which is a medical centre, I walked onto the street and broke down crying. I was just so... I wasn't upset, I was distraught. I thought, this is the end, I'm going to die now. This is the worst thing I can imagine getting. I never thought it would happen to me. I always thought other people, bad things happen to other people and other people get cancer diagnoses. It couldn't happen to me. Uh, but then that's just delusion and you've got a self-delusion. You've got to then face the fact that this is happening and it's got to be addressed. And when you saw the specialist and specialist told you, um, obviously, Robert, I have a news for you, right? Mm. And uh, what was next? Well, he said there's a 99% chance it's cancer. 
Yeah. And I said, 99%, well, what would we need to do to be 100%? He mm. said, we need to do a biopsy, putting a needle into you. Mm. I later found out that that could actually spread the cancer, which he should have told me, but I didn't know it at that point. He said, but I don't think there's any need for it. We're, you know, it's, I'm pretty sure it's cancer. And he recommended surgery. This was on a Friday, remember? Yeah. He said, we can do surgery this Tuesday. So quick. Yeah, four days away. And I felt like I was being pressured. I was being coerced. I felt uncomfortable about that. I thought, I've been spiralling downwards for a long, long time. I don't need to act within four days. That was my initial reaction. And when I left his clinic, his room, his office, uh, this is at Ranwick Prince of Wales Hospital, I walked into the street and I broke down crying again, I was just so upset and I called, would you believe, a friend of mine who's a psychotherapist, not a doctor. Okay. His name is Michael Adamides and I co-wrote my first book with him, well actually he wrote the original draft and then we developed it together over a period of three and a half years and I trust him, he's an older, wiser counsel. Uh, really a man with great integrity and very knowledgeable about anything and everything and I said this is the situation what do you recommend? He said don't do the surgery Now, Don't he, do surgery? He said do not do the surgery Is the surgery supposed to help us to survive the cancer? He wanted to help me survive and he believed surgery was a bad option so that was what he was saying to me I said why? He said well they'll tell you that you can operate perfectly well on one kidney which is what the specialist had told me. Yeah. He said, but I don't believe it. We're designed, you know, Mother Nature or evolution, whatever you want to believe in, has designed us to have two kidneys for a very good reason, that we need them to filter all the yeah. toxins in our body and all the many functions it has. Yeah. He said, you're going to struggle without one. And it puts the whole human body is like an ecosystem that yes. if you take something out, it puts you out of whack, out of balance. And he said, you, you might regret this, that for the rest of your life, you'll be struggling. Did you feel better when you spoke to him? Oh, yeah, because I trust him. See, it's, it's got to do with trust. trust. Everything's got to do with trust. The people you associate with, your partner, your friends, your business associates, the medical uh, practitioners that you turn to, whether it's modern medicine or naturopathic medicine, it all depends on who you trust. Yes. And I didn't trust the specialist because actually a whole number of things he said which make me made me feel uncomfortable, not yeah. just the one, not just the pressure. Yeah. I can go into those if you want or we can just move on. Let's go But I trusted I trusted mm, Michael. Friend, yeah. And Michael <clears throat> I said, "Well, what do I do? Where do I go?" He said, "Okay, there's a fellow uh, called Dr. Chris who operates in the same building that I do my psychotherapy in in uh, Annandale who has a very good track record for curing people of cancer." I said, hang on, slow down. Curing? Is it possible? You know, I I thought we haven't got the cure yet and we're still looking and, and mm. modern medicine doesn't have a very good success rate. He said, no, this fellow has got a very good success rate. He said, I know because often his clients that go to him for the medical or the you know naturopathic yeah. type medical treatment for cancer come to me, Michael that is, for to deal with the psychological aspects. He said, so we often see the same clients. He said, and I hear their stories and I hear how their tumours are diminishing and, and eventually go away. He said, I've seen this over like 15 years, dozens and dozens of people. It's always the same story. They always make these amazing recoveries. He said, so I can say with conviction, he's got a tremendous success rate, but he's not allowed to advertise that. I said, why not? He said, there are laws <coughs> against it. Well, <clears throat> are we going to come to that point, Rob? I'm very curious that part because you're already going to the hell of learning that you have the uh, that medical condition called cancer and now there's a, some type of light in the tunnel. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, bro? Uh, you expressed that beautifully. As soon as I saw Dr. Chris, I felt there was light at the end of the tunnel because there were things he did then and there in his clinic on that day. We're talking about the same, I'd seen the specialist in the morning, 9am, yeah. and I saw Dr. Chris at 2pm on the same day, which was a Friday. So it's all... Do you understand, do you understand how many people uh, right now you're, you're injecting hope? Ladies and gentlemen, listen live, 90.5, live to Butterfield with Mario, my guest in studio, Rob Pryor. We're going to continue after the some advertising, some commercials, and of course some music, and stay tuned.
Macrara Estate Agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships to deliver the best possible result. Brett Humby of Macrara Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the Macrara Advantage with Brett Humby, head to macrara.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borrell, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. This used to be in every car. A little lever on the dash, left for cold air, right for hot air. But no matter how many times Jenny slides it from left to right, the car's just as cold. And no matter how many nights her and her mum sleep in this car, it's just as uncomfortable. For every person you see sleeping on the streets, there are 13 more you don't see. So donate to the Red Shield Appeal today at salvationarmy.org.au to help the Salvos leave no one in need. Station sponsor. Every time you come around, you know I can't say Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control. Studio listening live 90.5 live to Butterfield with Mario, the most 
favorite radio talk show on the planet Earth. And today, my guest in studio is going to give the hope to all of you guys who are believing that it is the end of your life. It's not the end of the life. I have the proof in my studio. Nine and a half years ago, my guest Rob Pryor, he's diagnosed with a late stage of kidney cancer and has some other related ear medical issues, uh, the, the liver and everything else. However, in his opening, Rob said, stated very clearly how emotional he felt. You know, you're learning that you have a cancer and how you need to leave this one. And when you start actually instead of looking how to fight for your life, the doctor tells you your life is your life. You have surgery and you know obviously it's the end of your life rob take a different decision he's decided to fight he called his friend michael Ad- adamides if i did i say this properly rob? yeah adamides. adamides i apologize if i didn't say mm. adamides who is a psychotherapist and he told him rock up in my office i'm gonna share something with you which is we are not supposed to have it as other people successes doctors so we're gonna start michael where we stop so you saw the Michael, and uh, well, I saw Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris, sorry, apologies. First yeah. of all, yes, who is an integrative doctor, who uh, has got formal medical training from Greece, uh, but also has many different naturopathic um, s- skills, yes, uh, yes. qualifications, yes. Uh, including acupuncture and um, homeopathy. Yeah. Um, can't think of them all off the top of my head. He's got yeah. a whole range of naturopathic, uh, well, nutrition, diet, yeah. um, all, the, all what people call alternative uh, therapies. But I don't call them alternative because they've been around for thousands. Some of those have been around for thousands well, there was of a, years. There was food and, and, and the vegetables are before even we had exactly. the scalpels. Good and nutrition and, and diet's been yeah. around from the year dot, the day dot. And when you saw the, uh, sorry, I apologize again, uh, the name of the doctor. Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris. What Dr. Chris told you? Did he told you, Rob, you're dead? Not at all. He said, I said, is it true that you've got an incredible success rate with cancer patients? He said, yes. And I said, can you be more specific? And he gave me all these examples of people, uh, men and women, younger and older, yeah. who'd had it. And he told them, he didn't tell you their names, but he said what sort of cancers they had. Mm-hmm. And he told me how long ago it was, two years, five, 10, 15 years ago. And he said, they're all still alive and they're doing great and their health's getting better. He said, but you've got to be willing to make changes in your life. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm willing to make changes. And I'd already figured out that point that my, well, the first thing I did was to quit drinking alcohol the night before I saw the specialist. <laughs> I, figured, I figured that wasn't going to yeah. help at all and could have yeah. contributed to the illness. And then, uh, so he said, you've got to eat only organic food, that the modern food with the sprays, pesticides is very dangerous and is causing a lot of cancers. Uh, not all of it's been proven, but he said it's his strong uh, feeling, belief, that they're causing a lot of illness. Uh, and he said, you know, you've got to really eat lots of leafy greens, drink a lot of water, but filtered water is preferable. I later found out that alkaline water is even better, uh, which uh, we can talk about. It relates yeah. to an Italian doctor who became a big influence upon me. We can talk about if you want. Yes. But that was later. Sticking with Dr. Chris, uh, he encouraged me to exercise more, sunshine, fresh air, uh, a lot of simple advice, but very good advice. And I said, does this really make a difference? He said, yes, totally, because the human body is a remarkable self-healing organism. So Dr. That, that, I've got to be yeah. rude and say, yes, please. that's really the bottom line that the human body's got healing capacities beyond what we've ever been led to believe. And my body healed itself, but you've got to help it. You've got to eliminate things that are harming your body, and then you've got to increase things that are helping your body, and then even adopt things, certain foods and, and protocols that you've never adopted before in order to help it. But ultimately, the real doctor is your own body, specifically the cytotoxic T cells in your white blood. Now, all of us have cancer from the day that we're born. It's normal. We've also got bad viruses and bad bacteria in our body. But we also all have these T cells in our blood, which are fighting off these infections 24-7, which is why most of us stay healthy most of the time. So then the question arises, well, then why do we get sick? Why do we get cancer? 
And can I throw it at you as a question? Feel or, free, yes. Yeah, so why do you, if we've got these T-cells, why would we become sick if they're so remarkable? Well, obviously, we, we're doing, we're intaking the things inside of us which we should not take it and they actually increase the chances that these, these, these those cells become yes. bad ones or... You're on the right track. We're abusing our bodies. Modern diet is atrocious and we're not getting enough exercise, sunshine, fresh air and a thing called earthing, which we can come to if you want. Um, oh, yes, absolutely. Well, that's where you run or walk barefoot on sand or grass or, or rocks or soil uh, to earth, to connect your body with Earth's magnetic field, which has a powerful healing effect. So planet Earth is a doctor. Okay. Are you telling me like Which, we are like in Avatar movies, you just walk the bare feet on, yeah, on the grass? Yeah. Do you Has, know what the doctors will do to us if they hit us now, right now? <clears throat> well, it's not popular because you can't make money out of it. Well, so we don't care what they're thinking. I mean, no. their, their, their opinion is not our reality. This well, is your life, your body. We care about what they think, but we, we choose what we wish to believe, what yes. we think is more plausible. If somebody told you, sorry to shut it off, mm. if somebody told you prior your, um, you know, discovering that you have the medical condition, mm. If somebody told you, Rob, you need to eat more greenies and uh, more exercise and drink alkaline water, what would you say? <laughs> well, well, when when, I'm, when you're not sick, you don't really have a desperate need for that information. So I might go, well, that's interesting, and I may not pay too much attention to it. But when you're critically ill, you're overwhelmed with anxiety, and you're really in a very precarious situation, and you think, right, I'm willing now to think outside the square mm. and, and, and keep an open mind and be flexible in my thinking and consider other things that might help rather than just reject it out of hand to think it might be possible. And then you do research, which you can do on the net these days, and you filter out what to believe and what not to believe. And there's overwhelming exercise, uh, evidence sorry, from uh, proper scientific research studies which show that leafy greens, you know, we're talking about yeah. spinach, kale, yeah. um, all these things, yeah. lettuce, uh, celery, uh, not so leafy, but all these greens are incredibly good for health and even can help reverse someone with cancer, reverse their illness. So uh, you've got, you've, I, I've always had an open mind and my father always encouraged me to do that. He said, don't just accept whatever you're told by school, the media, the government, corporations. Don't accept it blindly because they've got vested interests. Keep an open mind and be willing to look into things and think about it and reach your own conclusions. So I'm eternally grateful to my father for that. Well, before we continue, I'd like to just say to my guest, Rob, we're going to have an interesting guest online for you. Her name, is, uh, her name is Lisa you, uh, Ferguson. She's uh, my guest um, every every Wednesday, and she's listening. She just said like that you are the, she, she's, she loves you. Mm. Oh. She just listening from the Brisbane. That's nice. So, yeah, like, you know, I mean, that's, um, uh, she's into the health as well, in, you know, all these mm. alternatives. But the question, you, you just said something very important. It is not what is what is presented to us, but what we choose to believe. Yeah. And if we choose to believe that we are um, different than anybody else, if we choose that um, some outlets are producing the more quality food than the greens and, the, and the, as you say, like, you know, I don't want to name them because we can get in trouble, mm. but there's a lot of the, you know, fast food outlets there, yeah. you know, who's offering a lot of calories and as well the healthy lifestyle. Mm. Uh, and then you choose to believe that actually life is offering more and our body is a self-healing mechanism and a tool. We just need to know how to tune ourselves. Correct. So just to finish off another thread we yes, had a little please, earlier. Yes. Yeah. What I came to realize, and this took weeks and weeks, and a lot of reading and discussions and thinking, contemplation, came to realize that um, so the human body is a self. Where was I? The human body is a self-healing organism. Yeah, we just spoke about this. You know how the you know we need to how to tune ourselves. We spoke about food. We can revert the, revert the cancer uh, in some cases and everything else. And you know we spoke as well. Why we get into cancer, even we are born with the cells of the cancer. Yeah, uh, you've got to learn to have faith in your own body, and that's faith. a difficult thing, because you know we've we've been conditioned so deeply from the day we're born, from multiple directions and sources, that there are some things our body can heal itself of, and there are other things that it can't. We know that our bodies can heal itself of a cut, or a cold, or a flu, but we're told that our body can't cure itself of something like. Um, cancer or COVID. Well, I got COVID in January. Mm. I was ill for three days. wasn't that bad. I was fatigued. I was lying on the couch. 
and then my body fought it off because my immune system is so strong because I've worked on it. I know the secrets to work <laughs> on You're going to share this system. with me because... And that's what I was going to say. I learned I had to build the army of T-cells to a massive level. So you've got these T-cells, but you've got to quadruple them, quadruple them 10, 20 times the size of the army because imagine you've got two armies in a battle yeah. and one of them's got 1,000 troops and the other's got 100,000 troops with the same weaponry and the yeah. same skills. If you've got a thousand troops, you haven't got a hope. So I had to build the army of T cells in my blood so that they could fight off the disease. And that's how I, to put it very simply in a nutshell, that's how I did it, to build the army of T cells, which by the way is very safe. Unlike chemotherapy, radiotherapy, surgery, are very invasive, uh, dangerous, even ineffective. What I did was safe, nurturing, nourishing, and extremely effective, and I believe I'm going to make a big statement here that it would not just work for me. I believe it could work for anybody who was willing to take it seriously. And I really went to the nth degree with what I did. I didn't just change the diet yeah. and a couple of other things. And there's much more. We've only touched the tip of the iceberg at present. Yeah. There's many, many more things that I did to assist my recovery. Well, they're gonna, people are going to need to dig deeper uh, to learn more secrets from you of success, how to beat the cancer. We come to this a little bit later how you can learn more about Rob. Mm. But as a, as a my guest said, what you choose to believe, that's what's going to happen. If you choose you cannot do it, you will not do it. So there's no other option. If you choose to believe in something positive that you can achieve, you will achieve. You're listening live to Butterfield with Mario. Take a short break. And then we're going to tune in. My uh, Our co-host, uh, lovely Lisa Ferguson, she's waiting very keen on other side in Brisbane with our guest in studio Rob Pryor. So let's go take a short break. We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. What's on at Workers? Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blacktown, every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers Sports, and every Sunday afternoon at Workers Humitus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule, plus plenty of other activities including raffles, bingo, promotions and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. Alive 90.5.
with lots of champagne. to talk to you about side tables. Why side tables, you ask? If you cannot fit nice side tables in your home, whether your hallway is too small for the right table, or you can't fit a deluxe bedside table in your room, let alone the king-size bed you want, it's time to upgrade. It's time to upsize. So, if you need someone ethical, knowledgeable and thorough to put in the extra effort to get your property into the best shape, get you top dollar, you need Phil from New Vision Real Estate. Newvisionrealestate.com.au Station sponsor. Up South Bondi is a must place to visit. Our healthy menu options are nutritious and delicious. Our friendly staff will make you feel right at home with our range of mouth-watering signature dishes. We are open seven days a week from 6.30am to 3pm on weekdays and 7.30am to 3pm on weekends. So go ahead and book your table. Call us at 02-9365-1183 or visit us on our Facebook page, Up South Bondi. Sponsor. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. InsightIntelligence.com.au AU station sponsor. Alive 90.5, all the way from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. Alive 90.5. Hey, welcome back to the studio. You're listening live to Butterfield with Mario. My guest in studio today is Rob Pryor. And uh, as you know, every Wednesday, I'm calling my good friend Lisa Ferguson back in Queensland. Lisa, good afternoon, Lisa. Happy Wow Day Wednesday, Mario. Always a pleasure. Hello, Rob. Hello, Lisa. Nice to meet you. And you. What an epic legend you are. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. So, Lisa, any questions or anything to share with our, with our guest? Oh, so many questions. And on that, on that point of questions, Rob, <laughs> I'm actually sitting here posing a list of questions that will better empower patients like yourself. And I'm just so glad that you were able to access yourself and to know that something doesn't quite feel right about this option that I'm being given and that you were able to be able to work with Dr. Chris and, and what an incredible man he must be. Well, I've got to say, Dr. Chris was good. And then mm-hmm. two months later, I stumbled across a fellow called Pete Melov, who is beyond good. He is absolutely incredible and I, I do credit him as being the major uh, influence on uh, me uh, to accelerating my recovery and achieving my recovery. In fact, I often say to him, you saved my life and he always replies, no, 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 you saved your own life. He said, I gave you the information but you chose to believe it and to run with it and you had the discipline to stick with it. He said, you did it, which is very nice of him. But when I think about it, he's actually right that you know, I had to do the hard yards. It's like if you've got a good um, teacher or a good personal trainer, you've still got to do the work yourself. You know, you, you can't just rely on them. It's it's all the work you do between the, the, the training sessions that really gets you over the line. But Pete Melov was the guy. His knowledge is mind-blowing. He runs an organic produce store in the eastern suburbs of Sydney and he operates seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And at that time... His uh, produce store happened to be in the same street as my office, would you believe, in Bondi Junction, Sydney. So I had the opportunity to go for a five-minute walk and I'd be there with him seven days a week. So I could do it on a Sunday morning or, you know, any goddamn time. And I could pick his brains and he's a self-taught naturopath who's got phenomenal knowledge of self-healing. And he helps, he's helped 
probably thousands of people who've had all sorts of illnesses, diabetes, Lyme disease, fibromyalgia, cancer, of course, you name it, heart problems, lung problems, uh, people with eczema, of course, um, psoriasis, how do you say it, psoriasis? psoriasis, all sorts of illnesses, and they've been to the doctors and they've tried all the pharmaceuticals with minimal effect. They might have a temporary sort of Band-Aid effect, but then they're still left with the illness. And then somehow, like me, they end up meeting Pete and... He said, "Right, you got to cut out. You got to cut out this, 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 and this, and this, and this out of your diet." And you go, "Oh my God, is there anything left?" He said, "Yeah, you got to focus on all these natural, organic produce and mostly vegetables, not fruit, because for a cancer patient, fruit, sorry, sugar feeds cancer apparently, and I do believe that, uh, which was a theory put forward by an Italian oncologist called Dr. Tullio Simoncini, uh, said that cancer is simply a fungal infection. It is not." what we've been told it is by the doctors and the media. It is not cells multiplying out of control. It is uh, a fungal infection. In fact, Simoncini said, we've been told it's an intracellular issue and it's not, it's an extracellular cellular activity issue. So in other words, it's not cells becoming cor corrupted within the cell walls. He said it's this fungal infection outside of the cells that, that form tumours, which is a very radical theory. It's very controversial. Uh, I do happen to believe it. But you've got to understand, a theory is not hardcore fact. It's the best explanation that someone's come up to with to date that explains observed phenomena. I've got a background in science, so that's my understanding of what a theory is. And his theory holds up very well because he said, well, a fungus, a fungal infection thrives in an acidic environment and it dies in an alkaline environment, so you've got to make your body alkaline. So you've got to cut out acidic foods like... Sugar is number one on the list. Carbohydrates, well, the body converts carbs to sugar. Sugar feeds the cancer, so you've got to cut down on the carbs. You've got to cut out processed foods. There's a lot you've got to cut out. Coffee is acidic. Dairy is acidic. And so if you what's, cut out what's all the, left, Dave? What's like, left? <laughs> well, no, there's, there's lots left. You, you eat natural whole foods like leafy greens, spinach, kale. Um, what have you got? There's celery and cucumber and avocado. You can eat sweet potato or pumpkin, but not white potato, too high in starch, starch converts to sugar, sugar feeds the cancer. So diet is a major, and we're still only on the tip of the iceberg, but diet, alkaline diet, is a major contributor to my recovery. I got away from all the acidic foods. So, and what Pete Mellov said is, not only should you get away from processed sugars, you should not be eating any fruit at all. So no apples, oranges, bananas, etc. The only fruit he said that I was allowed or should, that he recommended I should eat, would be lemons and limes. And there are some berries which are very low in sugar. In fact, in my book, which I published a couple of months ago, there's a four-page table which shows the sugar content and the carbohydrate content of over 100 foods and also shows the pH, which is the level of either alkalinity or acidity. Anything over 7.0 pH is alkaline and is good for you. Um, anything below seven is acidic and is a recipe for all sorts of illnesses, not just cancer. Now, I want to say, um, Mario either accused or complimented me on sort of, uh, he didn't have to keep asking questions and I just keep talking. Um, in a medical degree, which I think is about five years, do you know how much time they spend, spend learning about nutrition? Uh, four hours sponsored by Nestle. You got it. Four hours, <laughs> half a day. And a lot of the students treat it as a joke and it's not examined, so it's regarded as not being that important. But I would say diet and nutrition is very high, maybe equal top of the list of uh, contributing factors to either illness or wellness. And changing my diet was a major contributing factor in my recovery, which, by the way, took 13 months to go from a 6.5 centimetre tumour in my kidney, my right kidney, to having no tumour at all. And some people say, oh, it might have been a misdiagnosis. Well, no, it wasn't because the CT scan, the CAT scan shows very clearly that's a tumour and that CAT scan I put in my book just as further evidence for sceptics. Of course, if someone's sceptical, you may not, there's nothing you may say that can convince them and that's their problem. So, so speaking but, of sceptical, um, Rob, it's just amazing that your ability to be able to ask questions and know what might or might not be true for you has lend, lent you towards meeting people like Dr. Chris and Pete and, and have all of this incredible experience and knowledge and your 
outcome has just been remarkable and I love that you chat about the, the alkalizing piece and that's something that's certainly been incredible for me as well. I'm a big believer that um, a, a lot of the preventable disease in the world can be avoided by um, if we actually had were able to drink water that were able to now permeate the cell wall and, and, and help feed and flush out the cell as it was originally intended. But my question for you... Yeah, and I want to say, make a, yes, I agree with you. And if I can make a... Um uh, uh, a qualification on that uh, and that is yes water filtered water but what I learnt is even better is alkaline water and I bought a machine uh, it's, it's a it Japanese a machine Kangen water machine uh, which <laughs> cost me about two and a half thousand dollars but it was over a 20 month repayment plan and one of the best investments I ever made because it takes the pH of water from I think 7.0 which is neutral up to whatever you select on the on the control panel I took it up to nine some people are saying maybe it should have been eight well we can argue about that but I, I, I made it I made it very alkaline and uh, plus alkaline diet and that that was that accelerated my recovery so a great investment I love that, Robin. I've had one on my counter for about 10 years now, so I'm, I'm definitely with you and I get, on that. Sorry. I, you know, I'm not paid by the Kangen Water Company to promote no, this, yeah. uh, but I, I really believe in it or any anything that's going to alkalize. And if you can't afford that machine, by the way, you can simply buy sodium bicarbonate, which is baking soda from a supermarket for like $5 in a little box, cardboard box, and you put a pinch of that in a glass of water and that will alkalize the water without having to spend thousands of dollars like you and I did. Mm. So cheap. I love my machine though. <laughs> well, me too. It's amazing. It, it, they're, they're, they're really high-tech, amazing machines. And also they ionize the water, which allow it to hydrate, as you were saying, to penetrate through the cell walls and hydrate your body more effectively and more quickly as well as antioxidizing. So my question for you, um, Rob, would be for any of our listeners that have been given a treatment plan that potentially it doesn't quite sit well with them, but they feel really quite embedded and quite invested. Maybe they've got a family doctor or a specialist that they've been seeing for a long time and it's just been a case of, you know, whatever the doctor says I'm just going to do, but it doesn't feel right in my being. Do you have one or three questions that you can suggest our listeners can ask their medical professionals that might help um, lend them towards a path of something along the lines of, of what you have done that opens up their options that, that might have their, their current specialist or, or asking for a second opinion, is there is there any questions or suggestions that you can offer our current listeners who might feel a bit stuck in where they are at the moment? Absolutely. Well, we can start with one. Yeah. Um, in the process of writing my book, which I did over a period of 12 months, particularly during the lockdowns as therapy to stop myself spiralling into depression and isolation, it was a bit of therapy, uh, uh, probably spent over 2,000 hours writing it. I did a lot of soul searching to think, what is the most fundamental uh, decision I had to make to put me on the right track? And when I heard about um, Louis Pasteur's germ theory versus Antoine Bechamp's terrain theory, which was a big uh, academic debate in the mid-1800s, uh, the conclusion I came to uh, put me on the right track. So can I talk about that? So the question you could ask your doctor would be, do you subscribe to Pasteur's germ theory or Bechamp's terrain theory? And if they don't have an answer to it, I would say they are not qualified to make a decision as to what's best for you because it's a fundamental question that anybody with cancer must address. And they match, you've got to reach... A, it's not about modern medicine versus alternative medicines. I think that's misleading. That's the wrong path. It's about germ theory versus terrain theory. Which do I subscribe to? Which do I believe in my heart of hearts? So can I, can I explain that? Okay, in the mid-1800s, there were two French microbiologists who were searching for the root cause of all human disease. That's a big quest. That's a big call. Because think of all the thousands of different diseases and illnesses that people get. But they thought there would be one fundamental cause, and that was their mission, to find it. Well, Louis Pasteur came up with his germ theory, which puts forward his belief that uh, we had the germs, like uh, bacteria, viruses, funguses, get into our body, and they cause havoc and they cause illness. And some, they believe, as Pasteur said, some of them the body can fight off, but there are some that the body can't fight off, and we need to poison them, which of course gives a platform for the pharmaceutical industry 
and for uh, the medical industry, um, drugs. Um, so uh, poison them and, and radiotherapy and all those sorts of things. Uh, Bechamp said, Antoine Bechamp, his academic arch rival, said, okay, I, but this is all in French, I won't attempt to do a French accent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, uh, germs are real. That's not a French accent. Uh, germs, he said, they're real. We can see many of them under a microscope, so clearly they're real. They're not a figment of our imagination. He said, however, I don't believe they're the root cause of illness. The root cause is when the body's terrain, which means our inner uh, environment, uh, becomes out of balance, which we were talking about before, when it becomes too acidic. He said, so the solution is not to poison our body, it's to do the opposite. It's to detoxify from the toxins that get into our body and I don't know if he said to alkalize their body or if that uh, alkalize your body but that came later but he said it's to improve the inner terrain so that your immune system is boosted through the roof and it it your own immune system will fight off whatever this illness was now we know that works with colds and flus everybody does because you get a cold or a flu and even if you don't get any medications you know that within a short period of time a few days if you've got a good immune system or maybe a week or two if you've got a weaker immune system and longer if you've got a very weak immune system. We know that it works for those, but we've been led to believe it couldn't possibly work for something like cancer or, say, COVID, and we need medications to treat this. I don't believe that. I had COVID in January. After three days, I fought it off, and it wasn't that bad. Uh, cancer took me 13 months, but if I knew then what I knew, knew now, know now, it wouldn't have taken me 13 months to fight off the cancer. I could have done it in much, much less time. And in fact, one of the collaborators on my book was a young, in his 40s, a younger fellow called Marco, who had Hodgkin's when he was 21 years old. He's now in his early 40s. And he managed to fight it off within two months because he, he cut out dairy, he cut out gluten, and he cut out sugar, and he also had homeopathy. And he said those four things enabled him to beat Hodgkin's without any medical assistance within two months. So that goes along with Bechamp's theory. It's all about the inner terrain. Now, the interesting thing, and I can see Marius want to jump in, jump in. just before Pasteur died, there was another micro, French microbiologist called Girard who explained to Pasteur at length, convinced Pasteur after lengthy discussion that Bechamp was right. And before Pasteur died, he said, I was wrong. Bechamp was right. The terrain is everything. So he refuted his own theory. But well, meanwhile, it was too late because modern pharmaceuticals and drug companies had latched on to Pasteur's theory. Lisa, uh, uh, Rob, we're going to continue this after the break because it's a one-minute... We've got a sponsor. We, yeah, well, exactly. We have some sponsors, so stay on, online, Lisa. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we take a short break and after the news, we'll be back. Are you looking for a home loan? Or refinancing your existing loan? Confused by all the mortgage rigmarole? Not sure where to start? Give Deb a call from Debbie Does Home Loans. With access to over 30 lenders, she can find you the best deal according to your personal situation. Best part is you won't pay a cent for her services. Call Deb on 0449-909-133. The mortgage broker who puts the fun back into finance. DebbieDoesHomeLoans.com.au. Station sponsor. Does your smile embarrass you? If you have loose, damaged or missing teeth or loose-fitting dentures, better call Dr Jack. Dr. Jack and the team at Infinity Dental Care can restore a rock-solid smile using an oral procedure called Digital Full Arch Solution. We remove broken teeth, replacing them with a healthy smile you'll be proud to show off. For a radiant smile designed to last your lifetime, schedule a consultation today at infinitydentalcare.com.au. Station sponsor. The C word. Cancer. It's different in a young person's world. Luckily, Canteen is here to fill the lives of those aged 12 to 25 with better C-words like connection, compassion, communication and counselling. Canteen gives young people the skills and support to face cancer, whether it's their own or a loved one's. Please visit canteen.org.au to donate and let young people know when cancer comes crashing in, Canteen can help pick up the pieces. Every Friday from 9 till noon, you'll hear a great selection of music from the 60s to the current era with your host Charles Ajuce on Juicy Music, right here on Alive 90.5. It's all I listen to, Alive 90.5, playing cool music. 